0: Sangha, today is the 18th of November 2012. We are at the Full Moon Meditation Hall in New Hamlet during a winter retreat, 2012-2013. We know already that the heart of the teaching of the Buddha is the Four Noble and the Eightfold Path. It means the path of eight correct practices. Every time people think of Buddhism, of the teaching of the Buddha, they always remember the reincarnation, karma, and retribution. But that is not the core of the teaching of the Buddha is not the center of the teaching of the Buddha. That teaching exists before the manifestation of the Buddha and his teaching. Samsara, reincarnation, and then you are born, and then you die, and you are reborn, and you die, and you have that separate soul who travel via many corpses, many bodies. In Brahmanism there is already there. And there is a belief that once you continue to 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 be reborn and then and to to go in that circle of samsara and then you continue to suffer. Only when you stop the samsara that cycle of birth and death and birth and death and then you are liberated and so if you understand samsara in that way you believe that there is a eternal an immortal soul existing in your body and when this body is is uh, is disintegrated and then they have to find a new body in order to manifest and then there is always a um, belief that there is an eternal soul, a separate, eternal, immortal soul. And in Brahmanism, they believe that the Brahma is the, the eternal soul, eternal collective soul, and then your, your Atma, Atma is your separate soul. And then, and so you die, and you practice so that you can join the Dhamma, the, the Brahma, huge soul. And so when you liberate from the temporary separation into just little soul, and then you join the huge Brahma, the Ipano, eternal um, soul and eternal collective soul and that is but the Buddha said that there is no separate soul eternal is increased there is always impermanence it is increasing increasing or decreasing but not immobile and then there is no separate self. Your self is made with many other self, many other elements. But the Buddha did not deny the word samsara, but in his samsara he made clear that you separate self. You are not, you don't have a separate self. And then your self is, there is many input and output and input and output. And independent and interdependent, and so they, the Buddha make. He also accept karma, but he said that you also do good things, in receive good retribution, but that is also relative. Your, your action, will bring a lot of fruit of. All the continuation of you. So the person who create the, the, the karma, the, the good karma or bad karma, and the one who receive, is not the same, but it's not different. Like you are five year old and you are twenty year old. It's not the same, but it's not different. So the, the first seal, Dhamma seal, the Truth that would ask us to accept that there is impermanence. Impermanence means you change. You cannot be the yourself two hours earlier or two seconds earlier. So like you are milk, but in two hours later, in some condition, you become cheese. And so the one who create that karma and the one who receive the karma is not the same. So, retribution, but, is clearer in the teaching of the Buddha. It's not the same, but it's not totally exact. The same, but totally different. So don't be caught by the, the permanence and the eternalism, but you have to bear in mind the Damasio explained by the Buddha there is everything is changing 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 and then and if you believe that you are the one who create that and you receive that and you are lost in eternalism on a, on a separate self but if you say that the one who create the bad karma and this the one who received the bad karma is two person is person totally different. is not the same. It's not correct either. Not the same but not different. Not to lose like in eternalism. Not to lose yourself. Mm. In totally different totally hidden. And so the Buddha said that you use you, you practice the middle path are not the same, but you are not different. There is a continuation, there is a reception of the heritage, but there is not a separate self, who, eternal self, who go through that. So Buddhism is not easy. It is more profound than you thought, more a little bit. There is many subtleties in that and the the retribution. The karma is action, but there is the cause of action and the fruit of the action. And the action in Buddhism divide into three parts. The first is um, the thinking, second is the speaking, and the third is action, bodily action. And retribution is the same. if you build, if you be, if you plant corn, you receive corn ears, and you receive the fruit of your action. And that is reincarnation before Buddhism. But in Buddhism, the Buddha invite you to look deeper and more profound. And the karma, the retribution, the karma and the retribution, even you cause, but you receive it. But in the teaching, in the teaching of the of the Buddha, there is also collective action and individual action, collective karma and individual karma, and collective retribution and individual retribution. In the particular. There is a collective, in the collective, there is particular. In particular, there is collective. Like well, we sit in this, this Dhamma hall, and this Dhamma hall, and, and the, the Dhamma talk is collective. <laughs> this Dhamma hall, this Dhamma talk is collective. But the fruit of this Dhamma talk, you are happy or you are less happy, you are angry or you are... It's, it's different. So we all sit in this hall, but the way we receive is different. Your happiness of each one in this room is different. Your reception of what you receive from that is different. So, so when you sit in the car, your optic nerve nerve is yours. Is your optic nerve is nothing to do with the person sit next to you, but uh, but if you are a driver, and if those who sit on the same the car receive the same air condition, and if you drive the car, but your op- n- optic nerve is linked deeply with others in the same car, there is. In the individual, there is collective. In the collective, there is individual. So you are the, the driver, and so your co- optic nerve is collective to everyone. And when something happened to the car, an accident, is also different. Some receive more hurt, more wounds than others. So the retribution is different. So... Buddhism is made with many elements, non-Buddhist element. And so the Buddha used the non-Buddhist element. it means a, a samsara and other thing, but he make it clearer, deeper, with more subtlety, and, and then it's more logic is go to our, our deep look. Retribution, karma. The Buddha receive on this that make use of on this that and make it deeper, clearer, with more subtlety, and and more logic. At the beginning, Vedantism, as well as other Upanishad teaching, they believe that the gods, the spirit play a big role. Your happiness or your suffering depends on the will of all these gods, these spirits. And so we have to pray this high spirit. yeah. And there is a kind of caste they call brahman. They are the unique people who know how to pray the spirit and to touch really the spirit. And so if they pray well and that spirit are deeply touched by these brahma, and then it helps you help your life better. And so all your life your happiness your misery depends on these spirits and these spirits are eternal Imoto that will never die, and that belief of Vedantism, or because Vedant Vedantism are the the the, the teaching of on these uh, spirits. The second thing is uh, Vedantism. The second in the Brahmanism Brahman people the caste Brahman they know how to handle well, how to touch this spirit. And the third one is the power of this prayer, this change evoked by the Brahmans. But when we arrive to Upanishad is arrived later and Vedantism because Brahmanism, Venantism, they came from Aryans. Noble people come from the northern, west, western, west, back is north, northwest. And they occupy everything. They govern, they, have, they force people to believe that the, the, the Aryans, the noble people are Brahman. And then after that, the 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 caste of governing governors and the the third one is is a worker and it is the low caste ex caste it means they love it. so when they the Aryan people marry with local people and so the belief is no longer like at the beginning, and there is some belief uh, received from local people. So among this high spirit, so there is the local spirit, like Krishna or Shiva is local belief, because Brahma, Brahma is from Aryan, but but Krishna and Shiva are from local spirit. So Upanishad, the men, they have been created 700 years before Christ. It's only a few hundred years before the arrival of the Buddha. They, and some deep research of scientists, they said that two Upanishad compilation appear before the Buddha with some Upanishads appear after the the manifestation of the Buddha. So so the the notion about karma and so people start to say that you suffer because of you is not by spirit. So already there is a change. So this a number of Brahmans believe that the the, the energy of, of prayer can can help but they also believe that you need to purify your mind and you have so far that this Ipanishad is learned from the local from the local um, um, qualities local knowledge. And among these local knowledge is you are, you are Brahmans, you live celibate in the forest. That is they learn from the local people, not from the Aryan coming from the northwest. Mm. And so they, they start even before the Buddha was enlightened, there is already many high monks who go to the mountain and then practice. Celibacy and eat in a very a frugal way and so on. However, the, the teacher, Brahman teacher, with the local people, celibacy, asceticism, yoga, that is local people. And but they don't have it. But they still, with the local, so they keep that caste. Even, even they are monastic, but they are very aware that they are Brahmins. They are not, um, other caste. So, so those who practice, and in that way they call them the brahman Vamti brahman i think when siddhartha with his practice appear and the success of his practice he become a buddha during this time there is other spiritual tradition is Jain, Jain Jainism they also call themselves shramana Shramana for them is not different from Brahman. So the the Shramanera no won't believe on the caste. The Brahman they can continue to believe on the caste, but but in Jainism, Jainism, they do not believe on that. When you become Shramanera, you have nothing to believe to do with the on the caste. If you become, if you are from royal family, or from Brahman family, when you become, you become shamera, Shamanera, and then no more, no longer caste. So during the time of the Buddha, there is two spirit tra- tradition, spiritual tradition, the Buddha tradition and Jhana, Jhanaism, tradition. J A I N So the 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 core of the teaching of the Buddha so if you will remember now the core teaching of the Buddha is not samsara or retribution or karma but the the core teaching of the Buddha are more about four noble truths and the path of eight correct practices. Eightfold paths. And Eightfold Path is not exactly a belief. That is a path. You don't, you don't need to believe on any spirit, neither to Siddhartha, Gautama, Buddha, or anyone. You only need a path. And the Buddha is the one who found that path and you only need to follow that path, and you will get enlightened like Him, and you have so profound vision like Him, and you can live happily free like Him. So the first practice is to obtain that right view. And that right view, you need to have deep understanding the the path of understanding and in order to obtain that drive view that deep understanding you need to practice you train yourself to be mindful mindfulness all day long and then when you are mindful you dissociate yourself with this person you have more concentration and more, more you have concentration more you see deeper and deeper and deeper to arrive to the full, deep right view. And I remember one time, the Buddha said, when somebody, those who are like uh, the camel, who wear a lot, a lot of heavy burden, and we feel that he is very unhappy, no, he's not, he is not he- unhappy. When you don't know your way, you don't know what to do, you are really lost. You are the person who suffer the most, more than those who carry heavy things like the camel who carry heavy burden. So, when you see your path, you are no longer be fearful, no longer be painful. You see your your path, and that path you don't need to believe to anyone is born from your own experience. And so when you see your path and you born from your own experience and you are happy and then you are you are no fear, no anger because you know. And in order to obtain that path you also need to have five guidelines on that mindful path. And then and so that's these five guidelines on that mindful path called five precepts. is not the high spirit to force you to do. It's you who are, you realize that if you do that and then you are free from that, free from that, free from that. So five precepts, five freedom, five path of freedom. And then that is the guideline for you to practice and to and very concrete on that path and so the insight of um, of the five mindfulness training on the path of eight correct practices eightfold phone path and the path of four noble truth <laughs> and so the Eightfold Path is start by Chan ki Chan is right view. Right view, so a view. And so the correct setting, the right view is a transcendent thing, transcending all the other view. It means it's no longer a view you remove all the notion about that reality in order to be with that reality, to be with that reality of interbeing, of oneness, of light, of peace, of accepting with joy, with happiness. So like uh, the... And so you remove all your notion about the elephant. And then if you have a notion that the... Elephant is like a pillar. It's not correct. If you see the the elephant is like a broom by seeing the tail of the elephant, is not correct. You have to remove on your notion about the elephant. It means no no longer a pillar, no longer a broom, no longer a, and a fan, but is the absence of all the view in order to see the the view deeper to see the elephant as it is. And so that right view, that so the right view is the view who transcends the notion of yes or no, existence or non-existence. So, so, and so, when you say that the Buddha said that the right view is a transcendent in all the view, so the Buddha is speaking about the, the, the first truth, the, it means the absolute truth, it's not the relative truth. Relative truth is there is up, down, right, left, you, me. But when you transcend that, you are one with everything. We are the reality itself, and so we already touch the truth, the absolute truth is not the relative truth. So it's a kind of, of sutra which go to that absolute truth. But the Buddhas about the vulnerable truth. so first the Buddha start to say that yeah he is suffering, he is suffering, he is suffering, suffering. And then, and then, the removing of all the suffering is. It means suffering, and the other side is khuj, it means the absence of of suffering. So that is the third one. The first one is suffering. The third one is absence of suffering. The second noble truth, yes, the coming together on the on the reason on the the making of on the ill being. So you suffer because you make that, you make that, you make that and so the coming of on the making up of, of of these things and then you suffer. And the third one is the cessation, the absence of of suffering, so so in the Four noble truth you have to accept that suffering is something real. There is suffering; you cannot deny it. And then they also ask you to accept the third truth. It means you can change. You can suffer, but you have all the ability to change in and to have the absence of suffering. And so the fourth noble truth is there is a path, the second path will lead you to suffering, and the fourth path will lead you to liberation. That path is to uproot the second path. The fourth path is to uproot the second path. That path who, who, who bring you to this absence, the absence, the, the removing of suffering. And the second path is, is the cause of the suffering. When you suffer, you look deep into your suffering and you see that because of that, 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 finally I suffer. So now I do differently. And so you change that, 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 and then you remove suffering and then you obtain that. So instead of saying that cessation of suffering, you can put happiness. So happiness is also the ending. Of suffering, be more courageous. Dare to use new words. Don't don't be afraid, (laughs) because that cause, that path of doing, making that wrong thing, making that wrong thing, wrong thing, bring you to happiness, uh, to, to suffering, and, and then making good thing, good thing, beautiful, and then it bring you to happiness. So don't be afraid of the word happiness. That is a Four Noble Truth, described under the, the conventional truths. Shutak ukle is conventional truth. And then, because the suffering is not the happiness. Suffering is just suffering. Happiness is just happiness. You suffer because you, it's the opposite of the fact that you are happy. So happiness, is out of suffering. So, so that teaching of the Four Noble Truth, like that, describe according to the conventional truth. It means that you can see the Four Noble Truth under the, 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 the look of of the absolute truth like we and like we read Prajnaparamita, Paramita deep understanding in that deep understanding there is no no suffering, no no ending of suffering, no no end of suffering, no path etc. So the prasnya Paramat said something against the teaching of the four noble truths, and in the Prajna Paramita, they say that there's no suffering, no making the suffering, no absent the suffering, no path to go. it look like, like there is a contra- they contradict. And so, if you have, if you don't know the criteria of need there is true truth, true 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 truth. The absolute truth and the relative truth, the conventional truth. So, if you don't know that, and then you say, oh, the Buddha sometimes contradicts a lot. And I get confused. I read that. And then, other sutra, they, they said something the contrary. And so, you have to, <laughs> you start from the conventional truth, to the Absolute Truth. So at the beginning, we stand on the level of conventional truth, but we have a kind of insight, a kind of vision, called Tui uh, dependent dependent dependent, uh, dependent, Understanding, and then you go from the dependent understanding to the absolute truth. There is a better translation than the Tui Tung tui, Than dependent Tui Tung Tui, tung. it means you go accordingly. Tí it means insight. You go accordingly to that insight. And ah, the wisdom of adaptation. Adaptation is to, to try to adapt. Go accordingly with, adapt with. The of, uh, no. The wisdom of conformity, try to be conformed with. So you do in the way that the relative truth the the conventional truth can go along with the absolute truth. And so you need a kind of adaptation wisdom. We try to look at the nowadays signs. These two kinds of signs, The, the classical sign, and were representing by Newton, classical sign. And Newton gives many truths you can use in your life because they are truths that you can apply into your life. However, nowadays there is a new, new, crown of science they call a quantic science and sometimes they go against what Newton science have said and and the argument the 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 rational rational distinction rational logic of the classical science cannot be adapted what that quantic science in the quantic science you see things different and sometimes you see that like absorb, absurd absorb. a b s u r b absorb how you pronounce absorb. so like a particle elementary particle is like a dot but sometimes it's become like a wave, and sometimes it became like a dot. So sometimes it's like a particle, the elementary particles. Sometimes it be manifests as a wave. So, according to classical science, particle is particle, dot is dot. It's not a wave. Oh, so. The dot have its form, it have the, the 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 wave. They have to be there, but 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 now in quantum science, many scientists agree that in the same time it manifests as a wave. Sometimes it manifests as a dot, a particle. If you say that it's a particle, it's not correct. But you say that it's a wave, it's not correct. Wave or particle or wave because If we say wave is not correct, particle, so they put wave because. So that is new name. In some probability, in the that and in the new signs, we cannot use the other one. Because in the classical sign, A could be only A. This can never be B. That particle is just particles. It can never be a wave. But the reality is wave could be particle, particle could be wave. And so A could be B. We used to say that to father and the son. Father is just father, son is the son. Son is just the son, not the father. Father. But if you look deeper you see that in the father there are son, his son, and in the son there is the father. The son is the father. So A cannot be A only. A could be B. So the Father could be the son. So the classical sign. The, the, the conventional truth is father is just father, son is just son. But in the absolute truth is son and father are one. You and me are one. You and all the species on earth are one. And there is no, no fight. So the inside they also discussing how we can adjust the conventional science with the new science. There are there is a physicist, um, an English physicist, is David Bohm. He wrote a book. Call wholeness wholeness totality W H O wholeness W H O L E N E S S and the Implicate Order wholeness and the implicate order. So they translate in Vietnamese, implicate order, trắc order is trắc Nói is, implicate, is go in, instead of go out. Nói. Nói And Bomb said that there is two kinds of order, The first order is explicate order. And this one is not the other. Father is not the son. You is not me. And I is not my sister. I is not my partner. I is not my brother. And so that is explicate order. Things exist outside. Explicate order. the why Nip, why is outside? Order. If you go deep and you use the, the deep look and you see clearer, deeper, in the way of of the quantic signs this one is not outside but this inside in one is can contain the to- togetherness on it's contender everything in the universe and so you can see in one you can see the whole cosmos that they call the implicate order, and that, but in the, and but in the in the wisdom of Asia, they found that many, many year, thousand years already, and. And you go to a hamlet, you see someone. You have to see that he is you, uh, some she is you. It's not a different person. And we train ourselves to see in that way. <laughs> in the, in Plum Village, we have uh, illustration like the this sheet of paper. There is a the, the left side and the right side recto, verso and you say that recto is recto, it's not verso verso is verso, it's not recto but you cannot remove recto from verso, from the sheet of paper you cannot take verso you cannot say that give me the recto to bring to Bordeaux and then the verso to bring to Toulouse, no you cannot because they are, they are in the implicit, implicate order. You cannot remove the left to the right, the recto from the verso. So that is. So they under are. This is because that is. The left, the recto exists because the verso is. And the right hand can also exist because the left hand exists. So when we see that implicate order, and they said that relative, mutual co being inter-being, mutual co being So the right view, first of all, is the the view about the explicit order. But if you look deeper and deeper, slowly you arrive to the implicate order. You cannot remove that from others. They are one. When you learn that four noble truths, you have to have Two way of see the teaching of the eight for path or four noble truth. Some teachers said that in the among the four thing four true uh, noble truth, three belong to tan tan means substance mean ultimate dimension, and one belong to the Means uh, mm, conventional truth. So, the third one, the third one. Some other teacher also said that is that is the unconditioned, unconditioned truth. Why the other belong to the conditioned truth? And many many teacher. And diệt means niroda, means extinction, is belong to the implicate order, to the absolute truth. And in fact, for Thai, they Thầy don't follow the principle, tánh, tướng, biệt quán, the Separate investigation of the reality. So, Phenomeno and Numio, Numia. The, the separate, investigation the S- separate investigation of the Numino and Phenomeno. because if we said that the third one is uh, unconditioned, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so all are conditioned dharma, we cannot say, Thai, disagreed disagree that we can say that the three one is conditioned Dharma and uh, the, the third one is unconditioned. So Thai, for thay is more appropriate than on his drawing. It means the four belong to the explicate order. But if you use your adaptation mind, slowly you look deeper and deeper. And you see the four belonging to the ultimate dimension. Like you speak about God and you say that God is is the ground, the foundation of all the manifestation. And we cannot say that God exists or not exists. Like a mother who gives birth to a child. So mother, father, give birth to a child. And if you say that, the creator, create creature And so, if you see like that, you use the 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 word of phenomena, and then you mix up with the numia, numenon. You mix. So. So, if there is a number of commentaries, they divide uh, three. Of the four noble truths, one belongs to the unconditioned and three others belong to the condition. And they don't, if we see see some book, some commentaries book about that, and you said that that man do not follow, that um, make it clear about explicit order and implicit order. And numia and and phenomena. So first, at the beginning, we have to see that A is A. Your suffering is different from your happiness. That is the relative, the relative insight, the relative view, is conventional view suffering is not it's not happiness but if you use the 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 deep look and then you see that left and right is not different suffering without suffering you cannot enjoy happiness you cannot even understand what mean happiness you always have something to eat If you never suffer of hunger, you never know what means without food. So, so, without sadness, there's no joy. So, so, seeing that way, we come from that level of relativity, and then, and then, because the, the suffering is different from the joy, and so we go slowly. We look deeper, 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 and we see that the suffering and and happiness they enter are. And we say that the goodness of suffering. People used to, to hide against the, suffering, and they didn't know that the suffering and happiness they make one. Like a mud. Play a role for, for creating a lotus. Those who suffer, who know how to suffer, who know what means suffering, of lacking that food, lacking of liberty, lacking of a number of things, and then they mean what means happiness, to be in a free country, to have something to eat. So, and so, when you see like that, you don't try to punish you You do not run away from suffering, but you know how to look deep into the suffering in order to see the nature of that suffering and then and start to create happiness so on that path from the the relative hospital of uh, of relative truth and then you discover one by one the absolute truth. And then we see very clear that suffering and joy are one. And those who practice well, those, they know how to take good care of the suffering in order to make Liberation to make happiness. So they don't run away they, they do not run away from suffering. They make use, they look deep into their suffering, the 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 the, the difficulties of the suffering and then they know how to get out. So these four points they they exist separately out from each other. They are deeply linked. And they are from the level of relativity. And hence your deep look, deep look, deep look, and they enter into the world of implicate order. They go to the absolute truth. And that path, that path of interdependence, interdependent, interdependent being That Buddhism have found, but but um, but science have not found it. They link two kind of truth: the re- relative truth, conventional good truth, and the absolute truth. And then tends to tends to the deep look about the interdependence, about the interbeing. This is because that is. The left is because the right is, the right cannot be without the right. It's not different. It's not difficult. You look at the son, you see the father. When the the father suffer, the son suffer, you know that the the father also suffer. Because when you see that, making your father suffer. You also suffer. Thanks to the, the the adapting view and then you see that yeah there's nothing different. And then you will not lose lose yourself in the heretic view. It's not the one, but it's not different. Not the same, but not different. That is a middle path, that adapting path. That is the essential teaching of the Buddha. Dinhua is essential of the teaching. They make use of that in order to help people to practice better, well. So, you need to remember when you look at something, you have to follow that rule. Tan means tan is absolute, lo- absolute truth and relative truth. Don't mix up. Relative truth, it's okay. You can understand the vulnerable truth according to the to the to the relative truth, but then you and then so when the Buddha said that right view isn't, there is theres no view at all. the transcending of own view, that is absolute truth. and it will not it's go deep. They do not destroy. they do not destroy the relative truth. They, they look deep in order to see the coming together, the transcending together, but they are not contradictory. So you are practitioners taught by your relative truth. You see your suffering, and you look deep, the coming of all these mistakes, Unskillfulness together is make that suffering, and then you do de- you are determined to do differently, more skillfully, in different way, and then you arrive to the absence of that unskillfulness, that suffering, and then you arrive to the happiness. So now we start to learn some sutra. sister will write a few gatha in Chinese. The first gatha is the the third the third Chinese line. And the second gatha is at the If you write, you count in, in Chinese character, yeah? At the sixth line of Chinese character. Sixth line of Chinese And the tenth line of Chinese character. So, so we only read these things. Because that is words of the Gata, in the Sutra. We have also the translation into French and English. I don't have the English one. Nobody gave me, Uh, not not distributed. It is unreasonable to think that the self-nature lies in the conditions A self-nature that is born from condition would be something that is made. A self that is born from conditions would be something that is made. When something is made, it's not self-nature. It means uh, when uh, things have their self-nature, And when they have self-nature, they continue to be self-nature. They they don't depend on on the condition who come together to make them. To make it. If they are coming. They are the things. Who, Which come with many things come together, they don't have self nature. Like you look at the flower, you see the flower. There is sunshine, there is earth, there is rain, there is many things. So they are they the flower have no self nature. The the a flower receives sunshine. Sunshine is not the flower. The the cloud which bring rain is not the self nature of the flower. And you see the earth. The earth, rain, gardener, they are not self nature. So the flower have no self nature. So flower is a condition thing. And the self nature of a flower, you and can only found in many, many conditions who come together to make that that flower. So, if the baby have a self nature, the self the baby cannot become an old man. And if she had the self nature, she become older and older and older and become an old woman. So, the the baby have no self nature. So, because of the no self, there is impermanent and and the growing and the disease, etc. So, everything have no separate self. In the flower is. Has no separate self. There is sunshine, there is rain, there is earth, there is everything. But they have no self nature. However, they have a real things. And in Vietnamese we say Yahoo, it means a it looks like an existence, but it's not existent with self-nature. It's the coming of many conditions. So, if something who have self-nature, and if they have many things who come, and so they are not Things which make with many, many condition. It, no it is unreasonable to think that the self-nature lie on the condition. Self-nature is self-nature. So the self-nature that is born from condition would be something that is made. It does not make a sense to say that that the self-nature is something made. The nature of something is not made. It does not demand the presence of other phenomena in order to arise. If we say that the self-nature have exists already on the condition. That is not correct, because the self nature come from many conditions, and so that things is a kind of condition things the things which is made with many conditions. if we say that the self nature of of things already exist in every condition is not correct. If the self-nature comes from the elements which come together to make things, is not correct. The second thing, if the self-nature is made by if the self nature is made with is something that you can create. That is nonsense. If you said that the self nature of all things is something that you can create, you can condition. It's nonsense. Why? Because Self nature means is not come from many condition. There's not mean condition. The self nature is not coming from conditions. Self nature is just self nature. It cannot come from other conditions. Self nature cannot be made by other conditions. Self-nature, just self nature and not no coming by not not existing because of the coming of other condition. Don't wait until until other other, other things in order to make like a flower. So a flower. Have no self-nature. Is things do not have the self-nature, the self-nature should not be dependent at at anything. So the self-nature do not depend on anything. In English, it does make sense to say that the self-nature is something made. The nature of self-nature is something is, is not made. It does not demand the presence of other phenomena in order to arise. Self-nature is like that. And that is why we know that On the things are conditioned. Nothing mysterious. (laughs) A baby have no self-nature. Because if the baby have self-nature, it's continue to be a baby, 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 all her life. But so, if hence the condition coming together so a baby can grow, 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 grow. And then milk have no self-nature because with the time, with some condition, milk become butter, milk become cheese. So self-nature is something truth, truthful and continuously keep that self-nature. And keep that self-nature. And that self-nature Nature is identity. If you have true identity, you never lose. So the Buddha teaches that there's no real identity because everything must be under the three seals, that is, at independence, uh, impermanent, impermanent, non-self. Tense life, tense life have no self-nature. That everything is possible. If you look to look at everything, is nothing have identity. Everything, no no anything who can have a self-nature. You can find the self-nature in. In one thing, so conclusion, everything have no self-nature, means a no self. So you can never be a self, big self, even collective big self, but you can never be. Nothing can be called an identity self. The flower exists. Depend on many, many other conditions. You exist, it depends on many, many conditions. That suffering exists because there many, many conditions. That joy exists because many conditions. If everything have no self nature, if this. No self, so other nature. It means without left, there's no right. Without up, without low. And then we have the idea that you are different from others, that it's a heretic view. It's not right view. And if you think that suffering and joy is totally different, is heretic view. Your joy depends on your suffering. And so when you start to see that, you start to transcend the world of explicate order in order to enter slowly in the world of implicate order. If you bring your self-nature and compare... With the other orders, so self nature with with you, but you become nature of other, other in nature of other person. So the idea about self and others are only a wrong notion. If you look deep into the self. You can see others. If you look deep into others, you see self. look at the other, other, other self. It's very simple, but I cannot translate it away. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to say that the self-nature is something made. The nature of something is not made. If it's not, demand the presence of other phenomena in order to arise. If phenomena does not have a self-nature, there cannot be another nature. The self-nature of this thing is other nature than other things. The fourth gatana. Without self-nature and other nature, How can we have a phenomena? Only with self and other nature can Dharma be possible. If there is no self-nature, and if there is other nature, without that, if there is other things, like a idol. And so how you can say that things is existing now? Without self-nature and other nature, how can we have phenomena? Only with self and other nature can Dharma be possible. And Dharma is Things with many other conditions coming together, only with self nature and other nature, and then you have a phenomena. If you have self nature and other nature, they come together, they make one phenomena. So we see that on on phenomena own phenomena cannot exist without the coming together with many conditions. so that is the middle way the adapting path that can you can come from the relative phenomena world and you entering you are entering into the noumenal world outside of self-nature and other nature, how you can make a phenomena. <laughs> so you have to need self-nature plus other nature in order to have one phenomena, two phenomena. That's already read. Without self-nature and other nature, how can we have phenomena only with self-nature? And other nature, can that be possible? <laughs> you can distribute to each one. We have a copy. When there is no possibility of being, how can non-being be possible? Is the fifth gatas when there is no possibility of being, how can non-being be possible? The fifth translation is, When there is no possibility of being, how can non-being be possible? Only when there is being, can it end and become non-being? If you say that there is no self-nature, It means that you said that things not really exist. If they exist, how they become non-existent? If if the notion about existence is not realized, how we can realize the notion of non-existence? One being, according to the principle, when there is self-nature, and we can say that that is being. When there is no self-nature, you cannot say that's being. Because it changes all the time. So if everything will be based on the self nature. And yep, the notion about being is not not realized and so the notion about non-being cannot be realized. Cannot be possible. So that get that is a kind of of Nagarjuna is to help clarify the, the, the teaching of the Buddha about right view and, and so, Chan it means right view is a view who transcends on the notion, transcends on the na- notion of being and non-being. It's kind of dialectics to demonstrate that to the Buddha, the the teaching of the Buddha about right view. The Buddha said that reality is, the no view about reality is transcended on the view, on the notion, being of, notion of being and notion of non-being. So on this dialectic of Nagarjuna is to help you, so your idea about being and your idea about non-being you need to transcend them and you need to 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 be on the path from the the the, the relative truth slowly go to the absolute truth we are using the adapting mind adapting wisdom in order to lead people entering into the absolute truth. So you make a homework, but quick homework right now here. So I, I write on the board and then like a test you say that this absolute truth or, or negative, uh, um on relative truth, huh? So it's the best. <laughs> you have to answer quick. <laughs> That is absolute truth or relative truth is not, that, is not that is not because that is not so test that is very famous because it's in the in the agama Sutra that is a teaching of the condition this is because that is this born because that born that is the. I don't know. I <laughs> you sure, absolute truth or relative truth. In principle, and because it's that, and this is too different. But, but there is a word is. <laughs> so is, And this is different from that. So it means. Relative, because Thai is trying to argue with you. Uh, this is because that is. So the Buddha thought by relative like this and that is supreme. They don't. The Buddha don't use the word being and non-being. Why? The the review is transcend and in this sentence he used the word this and that so the Buddha accepts there is a this and that so it look like is transcend the convention on truth. But be but be careful. Even there are this and that, this look like two, but they, but there is, it is. But you see already that, the being. Even you can still carry the, the notion this and that, but because there is be, it means they, they have that being. That is to show that Buddhist the Buddha is have gone earlier than 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 the scientists nowadays. It means he already link the relative truth to the absolute truth. And we already transcend. You use that this and that but because of what is and then it helps you to transcend this and that. So you said that Father exists in the son, and the son is in the father, so that adapting wisdom is lead you from the relative truth to the absolute truth. Today, there is um, the ceremony of uh, commemoration. Of the root teacher of our root temple, the temple where Thai is about now, 160 years ago. I was uh, ordained there, been novice there, grew up there, and Yakden Patriyash is the one who has been the very famous monk in us about ab- ab- of the royal temple in the royal uh, kingdom, uh, and and he is he was an uh, abbot, but he don't like all these things, so he abandoned all, and he requests to be able to resign the the abbotship of that royal temple. And then he decided to go to the mountain, Jungsung, where he set up a hut, where he and the two disciples, um, plow the land by his own hand, and plant tree, plant crops, and then invite his mom to be there and to take care of his mom. And so he abandoned everything, and he came, and he lived a simple life like that. But all the high officers still come and visit him, and they want to offer him something. They offer money, they offer material to build a big temple. He, he disagreed. And and they said that if you want we can build a huge temple here. He said that no, I already escaped from being a part of a big temple and I'm determined to become only in charge of that little hut with my two novices and with think I'm able to take care of my old mother. And they want to be free. And, and he don't feel nourished by that absolute truth, so his so his heart is called an yung. Ang um, um is heart. Um is peace, yung is nourishing. So only when he pass away that his disciple accept kung ki. Kunki start to accept to build a temple. And that is why we have the temple and thanks to the temple, temple to heal. We are here. I am the continuation of that temple, the patriarch of that temple, and you are my continuation. And so after walking meditation, and then we come back and we take our food and we invite him to sit on together with us and we eat together with him. <laughs> <laughs> and we say a few words about him. Yeah, then this yes. means that the concentration, the oneness of concentration. Meditation, uh, meditation, concentration of meditation, concentration on oneness no separates next time so next time you will receive the translation in advance in English, in Vietnamese in French